FM Breakfast Show with the double L team, Lyle and Lawson. That's right. Good morning and welcome to The Breakfast Show. You're listening right across Australia on 87.6, 87.8 or 88. I'm like forgetting the numbers. Don't look at me. I don't know either. <laughs> because because we just we just don't use radio frequencies anymore. Yeah. I mean, we do. I mean, Faith FM does. Yeah. And that's fantastic. And if you're listening on those radio frequencies, good for you. But I, I have not used the radio in my car for about four years. Um, because you use the app, right? That's right. Yeah, because, yeah. of course, because I use the app. I'm like, I'm an internet man. But uh, good morning. Welcome. Thank you for listening to The Breakfast Show. And, well, I'm thanking you already. I'm thanking you in advance because I know that you're going to stick around because you, listening right now, wherever you are, you're a faithful listener and you'll be tuning in. But you are joined by Lawson and... It's Mon. Good morning, everyone. It's Mon again. Yeah. And we're just we're just in here living the best life. Like we are just absolutely getting know. this show I don't know, done. Man, we lost Lyle and now we've lost DJ Shell. We've lost we you know, everyone's <laughs> getting sick. Going down well, Lyle's not Lyle's sick. Not he's sick. he's just got stuff to do or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. His ministers' meetings. He's like, you know, off talking to people or something. Yeah, but, but audience please say a prayer for DJ Shell. Yeah, she, she really she needs it. She unfortunately, you know, she 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 just she just went down hard. Yeah, she really last did. night I'm like getting calls from Lyle like DJ Shell is not okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like what? He's like she is not okay. <laughs> like more sausage. All right, but hey, send up send up some prayers for yeah, her. Indeed. But we're grateful to be in here. Absolutely, it's, it's a beautiful day outside, mm. and uh, it's wonderful to be here mm. sharing the message with everyone. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Welcome back to the Faith Event Breakfast Show. It is a wonderful day. You will not believe what I saw on the way here, Lawson. I what did you see? I have never seen this in my life. I saw a sunrise rainbow. So behind yeah. it, like the clouds are like that sunrise pink, that soft pink. And sure. The cloud, and the rainbow with all those beautiful colors was in front of it. Uh-huh. I've just never seen that combo. I've always seen like rainbows in blue skies. I've never seen a sunrise rainbow. It was it was like out of a fantasy land. It was like an episode of Care Bears or something. It was really incredible. I feel like I feel like that's something that should be common, right? I've never seen a sunrise rainbow. I feel like I should have seen it, but I can't recall in my it's brain right now. Actually, well, I'm sure the sunrise is gone, but the rainbow is still there. It's, a, oh. it's, it's over the top of the um, studio. Ah, oh, that's yeah. cute. Yeah, that's cool. cool. Well, hey, you are listening to the breakfast show on Faith FM, and right now we are going to have our first question for the quiz. Indeed, this morning goes like this in the book of Matthew. What was John the Baptist's, Baptist's clothes made of? And for an extra entry point, what was his belt made of? Oh, mm. okay. So if you know the clothes, that's one point. If you know the belt, that's two. Yeah, that's right. Hey, if you guys can get to us, 0491-064-669. Our phone line, our call line is down at the moment, but our texts are still open. So if you can just text us at that number, 0491-064-669. Text us correct answers and you will enter into the draw in the to win of, the prize. In the book of Matthew, what was John the Baptist's clothes made of? And for an extra point, what was his belt made of? And what is our prize for this week, Monica? Oh, our prize is the uh, the, the the dual... Yes. Um, yes. I'm pulling out my notes quickly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a devotional box gift set. Mm. Uh, it's two books in one. The Hope of Glory, written by John Bradshaw, which is actually an accompan- accompaniment to the uh, other book, which is Our High Calling by E.G. White. And so the idea is you read one book in the morning for your morning devotion and the other book in the evening for your evening devotion. Mm. So it goes like a page at a time. 
Uh, so the book is written to be written, like a little mm-hmm. in piecemeal like that. Uh-huh. So it's a really great way. If you haven't started your devotions this year, jump on top of this. You'll, yes. You know, great way. Any time is a good time to start your devotions. Mm. Um, or you could have this ready to go for next year. So Yeah, yeah for sure. If you want to get into reading the Bible every day, which we 100% Recommend. Recommend yeah. that you should get into it. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Text us that number and uh yeah, <laughs> you'll en- you'll enter. Yeah. Hey, Monica. Yes. What's happening in the world of oh, positively different news? I've got something that actually gets me a little bit annoyed sometimes. Oh. Um, but I'm loving that someone's come up with a solution for this. Uh-huh. So you've heard of the um right to repair movement? Right to repair. Mm, right to repair. Is that does that have something to do with cars? It's still with anything. Oh. Like you should have the right to repair it instead of oh, being forced to chuck it. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. So in conjunction with that, uh, there is a, a dude in Holland? No, Hol- um, the, the, Netherlands? the Netherlands, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I know that. Anyway, a guy in Holland has um, reducing waste by fixing broken objects on with an online local barter network system. Uh-huh. So this is really cool. This is a problem that I've seen, like because I worked in an op shop before and uh, and people come in with things that are broken, but it's going to cost more to fix it than it is just to buy a new one, mm. right? And so it's basically a write-off. Mm. And so they turf it even though it's an easy enough fix if you know what you're doing, mm. right? And so, but there's still no point. And even if it might be a little bit more expensive to buy a new one, sometimes they still opt to buy a new one simply because they don't know how to fix it. Mm. So this guy, um, you know, and it can be difficult to even find someone these days who knows how to like fix a broken fix piece things. of furniture or mend some clothing or repair like a family treasure, so to speak. Uh-huh. Um, but this guy has um, created an online exchange repair platform uh, which enables the repair of broken objects with a uh, local knowledge skills and tools without any money being exchanged mm. um, so you can like ob- so far objects like um, chairs benches teapots bikes backpacks have all been successfully repaired and this they're holding it a guild it's only went, been live since the start of this year so it's only been up for like six months and it's absolutely thriving so it's based in Edenhoven in the Netherlands uh, by de- it was done, done by design graduate Ollie Means uh-huh. And uh, he just really wanted to tackle waste, and he thinks that every object is worth repairing. And it's tr- do you know what? If we could repair everything, there'd be so much less waste in the bin. Mm. Like I was talking recently to a, a friend of mine because I have these white leather sneakers, and they get really scuzzy because obviously mm. they're white. They're white, and yeah. I, like trek around everywhere. Um, but I have like a I, I own like a little pouch that has like a full shoe repair kit in it, and mm. I know how to clean my leather and look after my leather, and you know bring it back to life, so to speak. And I was talking to my friend about how satisfying it is to like clean up old shoes and she was like oh that's i never really thought to do that i just chuck them out i'm like what do you mean you just chuck them out but anyway so um so what he's done kind of kind of feel her i'm, I'm kind of you're a chucker outer i when it gets dirty not when it gets dirty like you just chuck them in the washing machine and then bam they're good as new yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely but well uh, it, with leather you can't really turn yeah, leather but in then the like you get your you know chucks or something and just like uh-huh. clean it up but then at the same time i go through shoes pretty quickly i think like I'll wear out the bottom of a shoe like mad quickly, so I'm yeah. I'm definitely I'm a proponent of new and good things, but not like just chucking things out willy nilly. In yeah. fact, I think I think sh- I think I th- should chuck more out. I think I need to strike a balance, you know, of <laughs> of reusing and then like repairing, repairing. Yeah, yeah. Well, this dude Ollie means uh, he actually he's studying like sustainable design, uh-huh. um, but he was finding that even just 
designing things to be sustainable is not good enough. He's like, we actually just need to keep the things we have instead of making more stuff, even mm. if it might be like more eco-friendly design. Um, we need to just fix the things we have. He's like, we have enough stuff to like last us <laughs> till the end, basically. Mm. We just need to fix it and repair it. And um, and he actually said being able to fix and repair things is a valuable skill which many communities around the world are beginning to lose. Yes. This is so true. My brother and I were discussing this recently. Like we wish we knew just how to fix stuff the way old people know how to fix stuff. You know, they just seem to know, like, oh, yeah, this exists and you can use that to fix it. Like, my dad can fix anything and, like, it's mind-boggling to my brother and I. Uh, and um, it creates a lot of waste. It's not sustainable when people can't even figure out how to repair things. Um, this is this guild has been carried out in Edenhoven and in Amsterdam now, so that it spread to Amsterdam, but they're looking to scale it up. I think this would be amazing because you can literally, like, exchange – uh, local repairs for stuff like, you know, if, if you're, you know, your furniture loses a leg mm. and you don't know how to fix it, maybe you know how to cut someone's hair. Um, so you can do a little swap. So you have uh, people fixing TVs and vacuum cleaners uh, in respond, uh, in exchange for shoe repairs, you know, like cobbler, cobbler work and, uh, and clothing mending and this kind of thing. Um, so the European Union is actually working towards the, the right to repair movement. Um, yeah, because a lot of manufacturers make products unrepairable. So this really gets my goat. Uh, so like, you know, car engines are often sealed, so you can't tinker with them. That's right. Yeah. Electronic goods are glued together, making Mm. it difficult to, um, to get into and put back together. And, um, so the right to repair movement is fighting against this by seeking legislation to make it mandatory for manufacturers to produce repair manuals, uh, to create easy dismantling and ensure spare parts are available for 10 years. And uh, and this way to have like more of a circular economy when it comes to buying products. Mm, so yeah, mm, this mm. is really great. I'm a huge fan of this. I I wish someone would start this in Australia. Yeah, definitely. I think like uh, you know when it comes to the idea of right to repair, there's also a big movement going on at the moment where like for example BMW uh like software locking you out of having heated seats in their cars unless you pay them a subscription fee, <sighs> which is like. Crazy. That's crazy. Uh, but it's essentially what we're seeing is that we own less and less of our stuff. stuff. There, there's some, there's some like aspects of stuff where I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm fine. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a proponent of streaming services, for example. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't need to own movies and I don't need to own music. Like I yeah. can just connect to the internet and listen to them and download stuff that I really, 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 really want. I'm, I'm not a big physical media guy, but when it comes to, for example, like in farming, where John Deere is like, oh, we don't sell tractors anymore. You have to rent them off us, like, for heaps of money Mm. and stuff like that. It's like, hey, come on, like, you know, just as much as you're a business, like, we're trying to run businesses. We're trying, like, we're trying to, like, ultimately it stops people from having any autonomy Mm -hmm. um, without any, you know, ability to repair, without any ability to own things. Uh, And then ultimately what you have is a dependent society, which is good for a few people. Yep. Because they make money, yeah. But it's bad for everyone else. Because it make it might be it kind of makes idiots out of everyone. Like if you if you don't own your tractor and you never have to fix it, you never learn how to do that. Like it's a yeah. skill you lose. But it's also um, you have to pay ludicrous amounts of money to people who you shouldn't have to pay because you have the know how and knowledge to do so yourself. Yeah. Well, I'm keen to get this started. This uh, this repair exchange in Australia. I'm gonna start it right Does now. Does anyone want to? Th- 
fix my things. Actually, my shoe right now is broken. Like the little, oh, I can the, fix it. The little, um, the little tabs popped off, but uh-huh. I'm really good at like sorting out wardrobes. So if any listener out there needs like a little organization in their wardrobe and wants to fix <laughs> my shoes in exchange, zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Give us a buzz. Super comparable. <laughs> You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. Welcome back to The Breakfast Show. Lawson, guess what? What? I know this is off topic, but I just need to tell somebody. What's up? My mum got a new puppy dog. Oh, <laughs> so That's cute. She called me up yesterday and she's like, I found a puppy in Adelaide. Do you want to go like have a little trip around Australia and go pick it up for me and bring it down to Launceston? <laughs> and I was like, yes, I'll be your puppy delivery person. Oh, wait. So yes. you're actually going to do that? Well, I was. I was going to do it next week. And then it turns out that the airline doesn't require You don't have to be there. They, they'll put the dog on the plane for you. And so... The, um, the person she's buying it from is just going to put it on the plane in Adelaide and then it's going to turn up in Hobart a couple of hours later. That's amazing. So he'll, he'll be at his new home at my parents' house uh, this Thursday. It's a it's a miniature schnauzer, a little boy, and he's so, so cute. He's like a mini, mini schnauzer. Like he's, he's like t- tiny. He's, have, have you seen him? Mm-mm. I'll show you. Maybe you can give me like suggestions for names because we're trying to figure out names. Right now, I'm really liking the name Sandwich. Sandwich. <laughs> Dude, it's it looks like an old man. It looks like a toy, doesn't it? It doesn't look real. <laughs> it doesn't look real. It's it adorable. looks like an old man. Like that's so call that, it. But that's the adorable. Call it like Abe or something. Oh, that's a cool name, Abe. Like Abraham, sure for Abraham. But that's Abe. like the that's like the thing about miniature schnauzers is they have that sort of old man vibe. Yeah, but apparently you're supposed to name dogs two two syllable names because it's easier for them to hear it. Abram. Abram. <laughs> Old man Abram. <laughs> hey, that's right. That's right. Hey, anyway. if you have a suggestion for a name, 0491 is the number to call or text. And let us, yeah. let us know, bro. Oh, oh, and I've got to mention, right? My mum already has a dog, but her dog's really grumpy. And so she told me if they don't get along, she's going to give it to me. Oh. That's why I'm really excited. Actually. <laughs> That's the you're key like, excitement. You're moment. like praying. You're like, Lord, please bring conflict amongst the dogs, please. Like, <laughs> yeah, but that'd be great, right? Little little puppy dog. Anyway, let's move on with the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let's uh, get another question for the quiz. What kind of person does Romans say? Romans five say that someone would possibly die for. Oh, okay. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Bit of a self sacrifice right there. But hey, if people get it correct, what's the prize that they can win for this week? Uh this week it's a two two book prize. It's uh-huh. a copy of the Hope of Glory and Your High Calling. It's a devotional gift set. So you yeah. do one book in the morning, one book in the evening, and they are complimentary books. Mm-hmm. So they you know work together. So what kind of person does Romans five say that someone would possibly die for? Mm. We are definitely massive proponents here of devotional reading, essentially reading your Bible every morning yeah. and evening. Like, if you want to have a walk in a journey with God and you have never done that, then we here at Faith of M say that you're doing it wrong. That's right. And this is the perfect tool to be able to get you started on that journey. So again, 0491-064-669. Now, I said we were going to start by talking about Florida. Oh, yeah. And everything Florida and everything that goes down in, in Florida. Now, if you didn't know, this is something we've talked about on the show a few times, a few different cases of this. Uh, there was a bill passed in Florida by Governor Ron DeSantis uh, that was all about, it's called the Parental Rights in, in Education Bill, and it gives parents the right to be able to protest um, and to basically have a say in what... 
It's taught to their kids. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. What what literature is used in cu- their curriculum. Mm-hmm. So in particular, this bill was brought in in relationship to teaching gender ideology in school, um, gender and sexuality ideology. And there has been another um, scenario that has come upon Miami in in, uh, in Florida this week that has, yeah, caused some contention over some different textbooks that have been blocked from being used in a vote, a f- actually a five to four vote in the Miami-Dade County School Board, uh, ultimately reversed its initial decision to, to adopt two textbooks. Those textbooks are called Comprehensive Health Skills for Middle School and Comprehensive Health, School, uh, health Skills for High School. Okay. So these two books are like health textbooks. Mm-hmm. And as you can tell by the title, Comprehensive Health Skills for High School. So this is, you know, teaching people, okay, how does your body work? You know, how does it function? Which I think is a thing that is worthwhile teaching in school. Right. You know, how it is that the body functions. Mm-hmm. Now, again, as I've said, the, the context of this bill coming in was to combat the teaching of uh, gender ideology, radical gender ideology within schools in Florida. And the thing that has got parents up in arms in this book is that both of them have sections um, that talk about sexual orientation and gender identity, as well as sections on sexually transmitted diseases, gender identity, contraception, and abortion. Okay. And as a result of, you know, this, these different subjects being in the book, um, there have been around 278 petitions um, filed against the book, um, filed against these books. Um, yeah, 278 people have emailed into the school uh, or to the school district and said, we don't want this education included in the curriculum. Please take it out. Now, I want to read for you again what's included here. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. I, so, go on. so um, they are fighting against these books being used um, because apparently it teaches it teaches on sexual orientation and gender identity as well as sexually transmitted diseases, gender identity, contraception, and abortion. But, but the kids need to learn about STDs, like quite frankly, because otherwise they're gonna. They're going to just go headlong into their sexuality and, uh, you know, experimenting and then not realizing there are great risks involved. That's right. Now, this is the, this is the point. Like, as I was reading through this article, I was, I was, as I was trying to understand the situation, like from my perspective, I'm like, yeah, there is a definite need to teach kids about these certain things. And I think I was, I was really blessed and lucky. I think I was like 13, 14 years old, you know, around the time when people are like, hitting puberty and whatnot, and we're in class and we had someone come to the school from the outside to teach sex ed and they told us, you know, how things go down and and how they work. And I I thought it was a very, you know, these people, I went to a Christian school, these people were Christian and they were also very much advocating against, you know, sex before marriage and these kinds of things. They were trying to uphold Christian values. Uh, But at the same time, they told us how it goes down. Mm. And how it happens. And they gave us that information. And I think I was really, really grateful um, for that. To be honest, by that time, by the time I was 13, by the time we had the official talk about what happens, you know, on the schoolyard, we're already talking about it. it. Like, we're already talking about it. We're already figuring it out. We're already discussing and and talking about sexual practices. And and if honest, like, there's a part of me that is kind of like that almost is like, oh, like, yeah, I wish 
you know, not necessarily that they had have gotten to me earlier, but you know, I, I, I wish I, I'm, I'm grateful that this stuff was talked about at the mm-hmm. time that it was, but at the same time, like, again, this, um, these textbooks, the, the problem with them and the problem that like the, the reason people want to chuck them out, um, is because of their information on sexual identity. Okay. Um, and orientation mm-hmm. because like that is deemed as teaching, you know, radical gender ideology, um, within the classroom. And it's, it's kind of, you got to like, from what I'm seeing here and from what I'm coming to understand is that there is a real tightrope to balance on, on these issues yeah. because I'm like, yes, teach, like teach, like, cause this is middle school and high school. Like we're talking about like middle school in the United States is from year five to year eight. And then mm-hmm. high school is, you know, from year nine to year 12. And I'm like, okay, maybe year fives and sixes. I, I don't know if that's the best move, but Hey, for you, like year sevens, like, you know, a high school student in Australia, I'm, I'm like, well, yeah, teaching them about how the, the reproductive system, you know, (laughs) how sexually transmitted the disease, if anything, that's probably a good thing because it's more of a deterrent than anything else. I went to an Adventist high school. Well, part of my high school, I went to an Adventist high school and they showed us a video teaching us how to masturbate. And I definitely could have done without that because that's seat in my memory. And I think that was inappropriate. So I definitely, can wow. um, I'm sympathetic to these people in Florida who don't yeah. want their kids taught this stuff. That's right. And and this is where it's just such a tightrope because it's like on one side, it's like, yeah, <laughs> teaching children how to go through with sexual Sin. acts. Yeah. Um, whereas on the other hand, it's teaching children that, you know, biology and how the mm-hmm. body works, mm-hmm. which we are definitely proponents of science here. We definitely think that this knowledge is, is, is useful. Uh, definitely. It should be age restricted. You know, like I think the, um, the 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 specific circumstances that the law are really trying to combat was you know some of the pushing that is happening in other states in America where they're like oh yeah we should teach five year olds about you know sex and gender ideology which is terrible terrible uh, but you know when it comes to year seven and up I'm like hey like let's try and spark a balance like strike a balance here so that these kids can can know um and they can actually be on God's side in this yeah because they understand how the world works. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Welcome back to The Breakfast Show on Faith FM. You are listening right across Australia. And right now we have come to our guest interview time for today. And joining me in the studio is Hetty Hung, my friend from Melbourne. Hetty, how are you doing this morning? So good. So So good. good. I love Newcastle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're sitting in the studio with us here, visiting up from Melbourne here in Newcastle. Well, we're really glad to have you. And today we're going to be doing a Journey of Faith interview just Coming to some perspective, just learning your story and how it is that God has blessed your life and changed your life. And so I guess I can just start from the very beginning. Where are you from and how is it that you grew into a Christian today? Mm, Thank you for asking me this question. I originally come from China. Okay. Yeah, so I'm non-Christian background. Uh Uh-huh. Because in China, the government monitored the religious. Uh Uh Uh-huh. And then when I came to Australia for studying. Uh Uh-huh. Yes, and... um. Then, um, you know, one day there are two missionaries on my uh-huh, way home uh-huh. and they invited me to their care group. Okay. So we studied English together. We play games together. Uh, very, very happy. Awesome. So you, your experience is like you've come to Australia, new yeah. country, study, 
and now all of a sudden you're involved with these Christians. Yes. What was your first kind of perception of them? Obviously, you're not a Christian at the time. Were you like, oh, these people are strange? Or were you like, oh, these people are nice? Like, Wow, they're so nice, so friendly. Wow. They provide us the free food. <laughs> <laughs> the, the perfect student needs. That's, uh, that is amazing. That's true. And then... They can also teach us English, mm. you know, free course. Mm. And also, some of them, they can speak Chinese, even mm. though they come from the, deep, uh, the Western countries, mm. America, the oh, wow. United Kingdom. Mm. But they can, they can speak Chinese mm. to, to us. Mm. So it's very, very friendly, mm. very nice. Okay. Yeah, so that's first impression. So that was your first impression. Now you start to spend time with them. When is it that you started to learn about God and the Bible? Oh, Yes. Thank you asking me. So, um, um, you know, I um, so that that is uh, that is also the church. Right? Mm. That's also church. Um, but um, after I after I joined the church for almost a half year, that I found that oh, that is a, that is a Sunday church. Uh. And then um, during the holiday, because I have a summer holiday, uh-huh. I went back to China. Uh-huh. So I was thinking, oh, I still want to um, continually to join the church. So I, 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 I just searched where's the church in my city. Mm. What, which city are you living in? in China? Oh, at that time was in Zhuhai. Zhuhai, yeah, okay. It's Guangdong province. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, one day there's one of my friends because I was in English um, group mm. on you know in the WeChat, mm. and then one one of the friend asked us. Oh, who wants to come to uh, my home for, for lunch today? And I said, oh, I want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry. And also, because we are living very close, mm. only five minutes walk. Mm. That's how I will go. So on that day, the people who, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, on that day, the people who opened the door, you know, I can still remember. That mm. is the person who led me to the um, Adventist church. Mm. So um, that is Saturday. They have lunch together, mm. and and after lunch they have dinner. Uh, we have we have lunch together. Yeah, they have lunch together, and after lunch we study Bible together. Uh huh. Wow, I just feel so blessing because initially I don't know that is a church family. Mm. So um, and then they told me ah, you know we are coming we we are coming from Sydney. Uh-huh. I said, oh, I also came from Sydney. I was studying in Sydney. Uh-huh. And they said, oh, whenever you come back to Sydney, you let me know. And then we can invite you um, to oh. our church, Adventist church. Wow. Okay, so these people are in China from Sydney spending yes. time with you. You're getting to know them. You're like, wow, you're getting to learn the Bible. You're like, this is amazing. But then it's like, oh, we're from the same place back in Australia. And we'll meet up when we get yes. back there. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Very amazing. Yeah. And then um, uh, after holiday, I came back to, to Australia, mm. and then I I just went to their church, mm. and for um, and after one year, and I had Bible study and mm. then I had baptism. Okay. That oh, that's amazing. So you start to do the Bible studies, you learn about God, and then yes. it's like you come to the place where mm. you decide this is the life that I want to live. I want to be a Christian. I want to follow Jesus. I want to be a part of his work. And you become a baptized member of the church. Yes, that's true. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, very amazing. So, And and, and also, you know, another story is um, during this, during uh, the first year of uh, going to church, because I'm li- I was living very far away from church, mm. so that is one of the problem every week, every Saturday, Sabbath day. Mm. So uh, one day, uh, one of the, my uh, landlord and mm. asked me, said, uh, "Hedy, could you, you know, w- because now we need to sell our house, mm. could you find another place to live?" Oof. And then 
oh, it's very suddenly because so I was praying, praying. But it's very amazing. God provided me a place which is very close to my church. Wow. And with a very low price. Mm. Because the um, normally the house in uh, close to my church is very expensive, the rental mm. fees. Oh, Sydney life, yeah. Yes, very, because it's in city. Mm. But that church, wow. Uh, sorry, but th- that house was cheap mm. and also close to church and very big. Mm. So that's provided by God. Wow. Mm. Okay, so now you begin to live the Christian life. You're following Him. You're praying that God would would work in your life and and in your you know in in what you're doing. How then do you start to serve God from that point forward? Oh, so um, after a baptism, um, yeah, I can I, I was studying, and then after I graduate, I moved to Melbourne. Oh, okay. Yes, yep. and Sydney, nice, and that's where I met you down in down in Melbourne. So you go from that's Sydney right. <laughs> Sydney girl to now you're down in Melbourne, living and working there. That's true. Uh huh. And then, um, wow, uh, one time uh, in Gateway Church, they um, they have they have a training of Bible worker. Mm. And because that is, I, I just moved to Melbourne, so I don't have work at that moment. Mm. I said, can I also join, even though I'm not Bible worker? Mm. And then they said, definitely, welcome. Mm. So I went for that training class. Wow, that is so amazing, that training. They teach us how to give Bible study to students uh-huh. and how to do the evangelism. Mm. Wow, that is so amazing. Mm-hmm. So that is um, another st- step. Mm. of my Christian life. Mm. Mm. So now it's like, oh, this is really awesome. So, you know, you hear the message of Jesus, you get baptized, you mm. become a follower of him, but now God has been, you know, working in your life to the point where you've ended up in Melbourne and it's like now you have the opportunity to actually learn mm. how to go out and spread your faith with others yeah. and you take it and you learn how to do that. You learn how to give Bible studies. As you were saying, it's Bible worker training and for those who are listening along and don't know, Bible worker is just mm. a fancy word for someone who is engaged yes. in just basic full-time ministry, working for the church, going out and doing Bible studies with people and now you're learning like, oh man, how can I share my faith? How can mm. I give Bible studies to people? You know, if someone comes and asks me questions about God, how can I respond? This is all the things that you're learning down yes, in, in Melbourne whilst you're still, you know, getting a feel for what it's like down there, finding a job. Now, did you eventually find a job down in Melbourne? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I found a job. <laughs> okay, nice, nice. Awesome. And that is working in your field as a nurse, yeah? Yes. Awesome. Okay, so you get a job I as... Got a job. As a nurse, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <laughs> praise the Lord. Yeah. Wow. And, you know, to be a nurse. A big, uh, yes, I'm a nurse. Mm. Um, God lead me to be a nurse. Wow. Without God, probably, I, I even, you know, before I even don't know what is nursing for. Mm. And if I do nurse, what can I do? I don't know. Mm. But because of God, he lead me to this career. Mm. Mm. Okay. Very amazing. Praise God. Mm. And so now as a Christian, as a nurse working in the medical field, and I'm blessed to know a few nurses up here in Newcastle who have mm. been through the uni system up here and who are now working in that field. Like, has God been blessing you? You know, do you have any short sh- stories to share from wow. that work of, of God working? That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I witnessed the God miracles. Wow, really? The patients. Mm. It's very amazing. It's not in the, only in the Bible that Jesus Christ can healing people. Mm. It's in the reality. Wow. It really can heal people. <laughs> wow. So amazing. 
um, you know, I can make one one short example. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, one day I was in uh, my shift in the hospital, and normally my routine is um. Well, after handover, when I know who is my patients, I will pray for them. Mm. And then that day, one nurse told me, "Hey, Heidi, could you help me to look after this patient because he is Chinese? He he couldn't speak English at all." I said, "Definitely, I can. I can、mm. do it." So before I、uh, go into that room, I was praying for this patient.、Mm. And when I go inside, there is a man, old man, and he's around eighty something years old.、Mm. And he was sitting on the in a chair, crying. Mm. He was crying in the early morning around seven o'clock, and so I was asking him, "Oh, what's wrong with you?"、Mm. And he said, "I will be die." He, he used Chinese,、mm. and he said, "I will be die." I said, "Oh, how come you will be die?" And he said, "You know what happened during last night? I was supposed to be discharged from hospital, but suddenly during the night, midnight, he got a fever, thirty-nine、mm. degree. Oh, and also he had lung f-、uh, infection,、mm. keep coughing. So he said." Probably I will be die. I I won't see the sun tomorrow. And、mm. and then I said, you know, at that moment, I think it's Holy Spirit just moved my heart.、Mm. I in my heart, I was praying for this man.、Mm. And um, you know, after um, shot a while, and、uh, the breakfast is come was coming, and the,、uh, another nurse just to bring the breakfast to him. And I asked him, I said, do you want to eat some some eat something? And he said, no, I don't want.、Mm. I don't have appetite. Because he he was so sad, very、mm. frustrated, and he said, and I said,、um, do you want to talk with me? I want to listen to your story,、mm. you, if you want, if you want to share with me. And he said, yes, I want. So he told me the, the his feeling, his emotions, and also he tell me he asked me about, you know, during the last year, there are so many disasters happened,、mm. just like flood. Uh, pandemic,、mm. right? The, the volcanoes, or、uh, so many things. He said, "Why suddenly so many things happen?" And also, since he got sick, he has so he, before he has many many friends.、Mm. But he since he got sick, most of her, his friends just leave her him.、Mm. Mm. You know, just don't want to talk with him anymore.、Mm. He just、mm. feel why he was so sad. And then, wow! I was thinking. I needs to use one of the Bible verse to encourage him,、mm. and at that time I was working in the hospital, which the Christian hospital. So every single room has Bible.、Mm. So I just bring one Bible and ask him, "Have you ever heard about、uh, God, Jesus Christ?"、Mm. He said,、um, I, "I heard about him, but I don't know who is him."、Mm. I said, and then I ask him, "Do you want to know who is him?"、Mm. And he said. Um. Yes. If he can help me, I want to know he who is、mm. he. And then I said, you know, in the Bible, there are so many stories of healing. Jesus Christ can heal the, uh, that de- deaf,、mm. can healing the um, the the, the crippled man,、mm. the paralyzed man, and also the blind.、Mm. God can also heal you.、Mm. And he said, really, I have very bad coughing. It's for almost one month.、Mm. Can Jesus Christ really heal me? I said, okay. I just, you know, find, uh, the, uh, open the Bible. I said, now I will give you one of the Bible verse.、Mm-hmm. You can read it.、Mm-hmm. The Bible verse um is uh, Joshua chapter one,、uh, chapter one verse nine. Oh, classic! Yeah, yeah, that one. Oh, so、uh, be courageous and yeah, brave, right?、That、yeah,、one. yeah. And then he he read it. Wow, you know, it's so, it's so amazing. That I witnessed the miracles happened in that second. So、mm. amazing! 
when 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 after soon after he uh, finished reading that Bible verse, verse his eyes were full of tears,、mm. and he suddenly just bring the breakfast,、mm. the bowl of the breakfast. He keep eating.、Mm. He 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 was crying while eating,、mm. and then he keeps saying to himself, "I'm the good kid of of God.、Mm. I want to be a good kid of God."、Mm. And then he asked me, "How I can be a good kid of of God?"、Mm. I said, "You know, whenever you want to trust in God, whenever you trust God can heal you,、mm. and you have this faith to God,、mm. you will be healed. God will give、wow. you a peace of mind."、Mm. Wow! He was crying. You know, I give him tissue, and he crying, and he said. I want to believe in God. I want to trust in Him.、Mm. And then ask Him, if you, if you can, you know, recall your memory during um、uh, the days of when you are in the hospital, do you have any blessing things in the hospital?、Mm. He said, Yes, I had. You know, every day God sent the good angels to look after me. Wow. Even though some nurses they couldn't speak English as、uh, Chinese. But they are so kind.、Mm. They they use the you know translate translation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Google <laughs> Translate. Yeah, 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 communicate with each other. What、oh, they treat me so well.、Mm. He said, "I believe because God is with me."、Mm. And I, he asked, you know, at、uh, and at the last, he asked me, "Could you pray for me?"、Mm. I pray for him.、Mm. And then after that, he said, "I trust now. I'm a good kid of God.、Mm. I want to follow him." Wow. That is so amazing, you know. There are so many this kind of miracles happened. That during my Hedy, that is an incredible story. Yeah, that is amazing. And this man, like, I, I love how you say "good kid of God." Like, yeah, I think、uh, I love I love your English. It's it's really really good. No, it's it's really really good.、Uh, just <laughs> you're doing a really good job speaking English. I know that you're a little bit uncomfortable <sighs> to come on,、so、but、much. you're doing a Fantastic job, but yeah, him identifying himself, he's like, wow, no, I'm like, I want to be a child of God, a child I, of God. I want to follow him. <laughs> I want to to be a follower, the follower of him. That is incredible. And now this man has a relationship with God because you、yes. were there doing God's work、mm. in your occupation. Yes, and you know what happened? It, it,、uh, after the two hours, went、mm. back to his his room. Wow, the whole person just changed. Wow. The, The emotion, the feeling, it changed,、mm. and he was very happy. He was laughing and he's smiling. He talked、mm. with me. I'm、oh, very happy. He said, "You know, now I feel so, I'm feeling so good."、Mm-hmm. And I checked him his temperature. Everything is back to normal. Wow! Oh, so yeah, fever's gone. Fever, fever was gone. <laughs> Everything back to normal, and he didn't coughing too much. Yeah. Oh, he's very amazing. God. Praise the Lord,、yes. Hedy! Thank you so much for joining us on Faith FM this morning. Thank you so much for、uh, telling us these incredible stories of how not only your life has changed, but how God is using you to bless others. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at one eight hundred Faith FM.